driver of the number 12 Dent Wizard Ford for Team Penske. We'll go ahead and open it up to questions. We'll start here with Jordan in the front. Jordan Bianchi, The Athletic. Uh, when Newman passed you out of four, he built up just a little bit of an advantage. Did you think you were going to be able to get back to him, or did you think that was it? Can you kind of walk me through that there? Yeah. Um, yeah, so really the last lap. You know, I saw the 11 and 6 coming on the top, down the back. They were they were tandem together. And I saw them coming, and I wanted to pull up, but they were coming so much faster than us. That if I would have pulled up and tried to block them, they just would have split me. Um, you can't block runs like you used to with this package. Um, There's none of that really, really none of that air bubble anymore that we used to talk about. You just run through the guy's bumper. So, um, And the runs are a lot larger, especially when you tandem like they did. So. I figured my best bet was to try to pull the 11 off of them. Um, you know, that's that's kind of what I did. You know, luckily I was able to get to the 11th quarter panel in three, pull him off the six, and then I, I knew Eric Howard was going to come push me through to the bottom, and then we both would be clear. And then it's just all about making a move. You know, and hopefully you make the right move at the right time on the front stretch there, and it, that one just happened to work out. But um, I knew if I could separate them and stay on the bottom and come out second, we had a shot at uh, at Newman. Okay, let's go back here to Jacob and then over here to the man. Jacob Seelman, Speed Sport. Ryan, uh, two questions. First, uh, after last week having the suspension issue and being pretty buried coming in here, how much of a relief now is it knowing that you're on, there's no stress at Kansas, you're through to the next round? Well, it's huge. You know, I mean, after last week, uh, having that trouble with uh, with the, you know, some parts breaking, um, we really our mindset was really we had to win one of these two races. I mean that was we were so far back in points. I know that is a wild card. Um, you know there's a lot of wrecks today, and a lot of guys got tore up, but we didn't really get any stage points, and, and we were already pretty far behind eight ball. So we knew we had to probably win one of these two weeks, and um, yeah, it's just a huge relief. I mean after having such a bad weekend last week. Um, you know, it's nice to get a win and lock you into the next round for sure. Um, but you still go out and try to win Kansas. You know, I mean, it's not, you're not relaxing in Kansas. Um, you still try to go out and win that race. But um, really big weekend for our team after the troubles we had last week. Now, the outlook for the round of eight, you know, it's tracks that you've historically been pretty decent at. But knowing that there's three guys that have a pretty big points buffer compared to where you guys have been at this year, do you feel like you're going to have to win one of those races to make sure you're at Homestead? Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think so. You know, you kind of see in the last couple of years that there's a, you know, a few guys that have a pretty big points lead from having phenomenal regular seasons and bonus points and things like that. And yeah, I mean, you got to win the race to win the championship in Homestead. So you better get used to trying to win the big races and. Um, you know, you know, wins have kind of eluded us this year after I felt like we should have had two or three already, and it was nice to just put one together. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely think it'll take a, a win in the round of eight to get you to the championship four if you are not, you know, one of those top guys that have had, you know, tons of wins throughout the regular season and a lot of bonus points. Christian Coley, FrontChurch.com, kind of bouncing off of Jacob's question. The next round, you got three good tracks that you've been pretty good at you know which of the three uh do you feel like you could go out and win if not all three but where do you feel like you could punch your ticket to homestead yeah um yeah i mean uh, honestly all three have been really good to us the last couple of years um we ran great at martinsville we've run great at martinsville the last couple of years and had a great run 
uh, in the spring run fourth in Texas. We were leading when we blew up um, about halfway through that race. And then Phoenix, we led a lot and ended up third. So I, I feel like they're all really strong for us. Um, it's just a matter of executing. You know, I, I feel like either one of those three races earlier this year, we could have won. Um, you know, we just had a problem in Texas or, you know, just weren't quite fast enough there at the end of those races. So um, I think those are three really good tracks for us. It's just a matter of executing and, and doing all that we can in our power to run the race the best that we can and, and adapt you know, throughout the race and, um, and do the best. But uh, yeah, the round of uh, this next round, pretty good tracks for us. So hopefully we can rise to the occasion. Let's go here in the middle and then to Lee. Uh, Tyler had 960, the ref. You led the most laps today with 35. What do you feel like you did better than everybody else that kept you out front so much? Uh, nothing. I mean, it just, this race and now, you know, you get, you know, last year and a couple years prior to that, it was a lot easier for the leader to block lanes and control the race, you know, and um, I thought Brad was a, Brad and Joey were great examples of being able to control the whole race with, being able to air block and things like that. Nowadays, like I talked about earlier, you just can't do that. I mean, you cannot, there's no air bubble that kind of push the leader out front, so you can't play different lanes. You're just trying to push as hard as you can. Um, you know, there's a couple instances we came off the road first and we were able to just run the bottom and run it pretty decent. Um, I know we led a little bit, I didn't really think about that, but um, it wasn't no one dominating this race. You know, I mean, I think you can look back at this whole race and there wasn't anyone with a dominantly fast car. You know, it just kind of was all about the help behind you, the runs that you could get, where you took your runs. Um, this this speedway race is so tough nowadays with the way the cars are now. Um, you, you don't see any domination anymore, which is probably good for the fans, right? I mean, it's you don't have anybody leading 100 laps of the race. It's all mixing up. I don't know how many green flag passes there were. There probably a lot. And um, you know, yeah, a little bit more wrecks than I'd like to see, but you're just going to have those when people are pushing really hard like they did today. But, um, yeah, it's just circumstantial. I mean, we just found ourselves in the lead a little bit throughout the race, and we're shuffled back to the front. It's just kind of the way things are now. Hey, Spencer, the racing boys, can you just talk about your range of emotions from Dover and going to the seller of the points and then, you know, coming in here knowing you have to run well, you spin going on a pit road even though you have yeah. the fastest car, yeah. uh, and then come back tonight after, so you know, one one crash after another to win this thing. Yeah, definitely a, a big range of emotions, right? I mean, this is what sports are about. Um, see ya. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> 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 that was the weirdest thing I've ever been part of. Last question left. You don't want to write it down. That's right. Um, no, I, mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to think. Um, no, just... Uh, <laughs> You know, from from our trouble yesterday, uh, spending coming out of pit road leading the race, obviously that's something you want to forget, right? I mean, um, you you learn what to do better next time, but you want to forget about that. Um, and then having a night in between is honestly worse. You kind of kind of dwelling on it and saying, man, what how the heck did I do that? I was so dumb. And, um, and then you know, missing a bunch of wrecks today. Um, you know, I feel like all the other speedway races this year, we've gotten collected in someone else's mess. You know, and, and none of our doing it. A lot of guys had that happen to them today. It's just the way the speedway racing goes. Um, but today we were able we were able to be in a spot to see the wreck happen and miss it, um, which has not been the case this year for us. We've always been just wadded up in it, nowhere to go. 
um, yeah, just a wild race, you know, and that comes from people pushing really hard, you know, that literally that's what people got turned from, of people pushing very extremely hard in these cars. The bumpers don't connect well, and the, the rear springs are so stiff that it's easy to turn cars to the right, and, um, you know, you saw a lot of that happen today. I think that was pretty much every rack of cars getting, getting kind of sideswiped uh, on the rear bumpers, but um, luckily we were able to make it through those and then capitalize on the opportunities we were given right in the race. Okay, let's go to Dustin and then Jerry. Dustin Long, uh, NBC Sports. Uh, you said earlier you, you knew you had to win. You felt like you had to win one of these next two races. I, I understand you guys go into every race or you win every race looking to win. But when you get to this point and feel like you have to win and understand your situation, what what is that like? How is is that any different? Or how do you try to keep it the same from week to week? Because it's the playoffs. It's not the same. Yeah, I mean, it's same, but it's different. You know, I mean, you, yeah, I mean, I always say, every, our mindset every week, any team's mindset is to win the race every week, right? But uh, you realize what's on the line, and if you're in, I wouldn't call our situation this weekend a must-win situation, but it was a we, it was most likely we had to win the race um, here in Kansas to advance with how good guys were in, uh, on points. But, um, yeah, it's definitely a, a tough thing, you know, it's, you, we like to say that there's no pressure on it, but there's a lot. I mean, there's um, there's a lot of pressure um, internally that can sometimes come out. Uh, maybe you don't show it very often. I don't show it very often, but it does come out every now and then um, because this is what you love to do. And uh, there's a lot of a lot of things on the line. Um, but yeah, just definitely a, a really important day for us to to do well. We didn't get a lot of stage points, so I was kind of worried about that throughout the day. Like 24, the 88 did. Um, you know, and then they had their problems, but uh, just, you know, yeah, just, uh, you know, you go into these weekends kind of focused on, you know, there's good and bad to having to win. A, you got nothing really to lose, you know, right? You're pretty far back and you're going to be really aggressive on things. Uh, but, it, but then you know that you have nothing to lose and you're going to maybe put yourself in some sketchy situations. Um, so there's kind of good and bad to that. But uh, I've always kind of been a taking chances kind of person. So I think that I, even though I don't want us to see it, don't want to see us in this situation, it's it kind of almost brings an extra fire to people. You, you, you advanced this far a couple years ago. And, and uh, you know, we're almost like essentially, in, I guess, almost in kind of a must-win situation of Phoenix. You, you responded by winning the poll and things didn't work out. What, uh, other than being two years and just everything you gained in two years, what can that experience of, of being in that round, being so close to, to Miami, potentially help you as you get ready for the, this upcoming round of the year? Yeah, um, I mean, you know, like I said earlier, on there's you know there's a few guys that are really good on points right now, and you're probably going to have to win in the round of eight to advance if you're not one of those guys, um, and that's. I mean, said you gotta win Miami, so I mean, most likely you gotta win the race. So, better get used to that. Better get used to that mindset. Um, but yeah, we had this shot a couple years ago with uh, the Wood Brothers in '17, and um, and then got to Phoenix, won the pole, and then just didn't run well enough. We were kind of too far out. Um, but it's you know you just want to put yourself in a spot to have a chance, you know, and, and that's really all you can ask for. And, and now our chances. Is here. It's in the round of eight. We have our chance to go to Miami. Um, but we got knocked out now. You have no chance. So all you're looking for is an opportunity to kind of capitalize on the situation and on a on a race like we did today. Um, I feel really confident we can go out and win any of those three races um, in the round of eight. 
those are really good tracks for us. So um, that's kind of where our focus is. So. Okay, on Jerry. Jerry Last week, uh, Harvick talked about safety as the biggest change he's seen in 20 years, and we saw a lot of cars kind of some crazy wrecks today are born but landed on its wheels. When you're driving through that, what is going through your mind? So we were over 200 miles an hour several times uh, on multiple laps today. Is, is any of that going through your head? What were you thinking when, when cars are, are doing a full flip at the front of the field? Uh, I mean, when you're racing and you're a green flag, you're not thinking of that. You know, you're thinking of, honestly, I don't think about it at all, the safety side of it at all and granted you know i haven't been around that long so i don't you know it's easy for someone like kevin to relate right and i, I think even watch my dad grow up in it it's amazing what it's done from the early 2000s um when i could kind of understand the safety stuff but i don't think about that when we're racing i don't think anyone does but yeah brandon gone flipped right in front of me today and um i was kind of surprised i, was, I don't know how he got clipped and these cars can get clipped in certain ways that catch your air underneath them and flip him up. Larson had it done to him in the spring race here. Um, you know, you, you hope they're okay. You know, I mean, you, I asked right away, is Brendan all right? And I know he landed on all four, which is good, but you're worried about it bottoming out onto the frame rails and him hurt his back. But uh, I think he was okay from what I was told. But uh, it's just nothing I really think about. I mean, I don't think about, I'm not running out there 200 miles an hour thinking about, thinking of, okay, am I going to get hurt? I just, I just never thought about that, you know, and Maybe some guys do. Um, granted, you know, some of them have more family than I got. You know, I have, I don't have children or a wife or anything like that. So um, maybe it changes your mind a little bit. But uh, it's just, I know the safety side is amazing now. Um, even since I started, let's say you can say in late models, you know, it's just amazing the safety stuff that uh, improvements they've made. Um, just nothing that really crosses my mind. I'm confident in all of it. Any more questions? All right, Brian. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate it.